0: Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. So I want to jump on here and do a podcast episode on this crazy mess with Salsa Santana. Now, I don't know if it's just when, you know, some of these artists sign to a major label that all their tea come out. They just start acting just reckless. But Salsa Santana has been having, you know, a rough two weeks. So last week, old tweets of his came out which he was, you know, calling Blue Ivy ugly. Blue Ivy, for those who all don't know, is Jay-Z and Beyonce's daughter. She's 10 now, but he was saying this back in 2014 when she was two. And you know, that caused a lot of controversy. And now he's trending again um, because some comments he made at his concert over the weekend. So I'm just gonna play you all what he said and then I'm gonna give you the rest of my commentary. So this is what he said. And I'm getting this from Gay Magazine, um, which is an Instagram blog that I sometimes follow. So here we go. This is what Sasha Santana had to say. LGBT in this bitch. I the world. When the moms in the status, they call them motherfucking gays When the moms in their motherfucking face they call them motherfucking gays When your dog ass baby ain't wearing your ass out even in the lights like you call them motherfucking gays I don't see motherfucking group right to this bitch Anybody give a motherfucking gang down like a slut boy. shit out here I'm gonna open up the motherfucking wrong for all this bitch and hey, y'all see this ass? So that's what he said. And that caused like a ton of controversy. I mean you know, blogs took this and they ran with it all yesterday. You know, I mean, I've seen YouTubers run with it. Of course, you know, LGBT platforms have ran with it as well. And so, hell, I said I might as well jump in on it my damn self. So, oh, sorry, y'all. So, on my Instagram page, this is what I had to say. I said... A lot of women and some gay men were offended by what Saucy Santana had to say. I also saw people agreeing with him and saying he told no lies. So, what do I think? As someone who loves divas, I think he was both right and wrong. When he said women in the industry use gays for makeup and hair and clothes, that was not a lie. If you go back to the 70s and look at the looks that Tina Turner, Cher, Diana Ross, Bette Miller, Bianca Jagger and Anne margaret had, those looks were created by either Halston, Calvin Klein, Alaya, and Bob Maggie who have become fashion icons through their associations with these women. This, stands, this still stands today as a lot of these female rappers and IG models use arrogant Tay and Jonathan for makeup and hair and both of those men have become well-known in household names. However, a lot of gay men get their looks from women as well. RuPaul got famous for basically copying Diana Ross's style. Every Halloween, we see a guy wearing a Beyoncé, Christina, Britney, Madonna, Grace Jones costume. On YouTube, there are hundreds of videos of gay men dancing and doing choreography to female singers' songs from Judy Garland to Olivia Rodrigo. The truth is, gay men and women take and give to each other. So for Saucy to say gays are the blueprint, I think that was not true. Especially since the 80s and 90s are filled with female stylists creating looks such as Misa Hilton and June ambrose and rachel so i am noticing more and more tensions are occurring between lgbt and women so i'll be making a podcast episode later on today and i'm making this podcast episode right now because i want to discuss this because um, I, I really have been seeing a lot of tension between LGBT and women. And a part of me, think, and I really do blame social media. And When I say social media, I'm talking about these Instagram blogs and these YouTubers. And I'm also blame, blaming a lot of gay celebrities for this as well. Not, not even gay celebrities, a lot of LGBT celebrities as well. Because, you, you know, I, I think there is a sense that some women feel like gay men or transgender women are trying to replace them. You know, social media has allowed people who were on the margins to have a voice, to have a, uh, um, to have a voice, to have, you know, a presence in areas where, you know, you would not see them. And I think that has made a lot of people uncomfortable. And you know, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's not warranted because I do think some people just go a little too far. Like I remember last year, um, Nikita Dragon, who is a transgender woman, and you know, she be on YouTube. I don't know what she does. I think she's just a little YouTube socialite or whatever. But you know, she made a comment last year where she was um, she was saying that you know, black women no but you no. Know, let me let me get it right she said black transgender women created the culture that black women um follow and you know i was like that's not true for one thing nikita dragon is not even black she's asian she shouldn't even you know be in that conversation but i'm sorry you know black transgender women do copy black women they do and that is, that's not a bad thing. that's not necessarily a bad thing that you know you know there's nothing wrong with saying I got this inspiration from this person who I'm a fan of. Rupaul, like I've just read, Rupaul has done that all his career where he said even hes he even said this to Diana Ross's face that he gets his, um, he got a lot of his stylist ideas from Dana Ross. And you can see it. You go look at RuPaul in the 90s and how RuPaul used to dress. RuPaul wears ball gowns and lace front wigs. Now, but back in the 90s, he was wearing mostly Vegas style clothes or a lot of cheetah print clothes. And the wig used to be, you know, kind of split back to the side. And you look at RuPaul, you can clearly see he got those ideas from Diane Ross. And, you know, RuPaul has never put women down. And I honestly think, you know, that's one of the problems So that's going on right now. So when I say LGBT celebrities, what I'm talking about is this new crop, that popped that's gotten famous from Instagram, from TikTok, from YouTube, from Twitter. Lil Nas and Sasha Santana both blew up on TikTok. And you know, they're part of that generation, which is also my generation that grew up with social media. And you know, in the early days of social media, people just had reckless mouths. And at the time, you could say whatever you want, there was no repercussions. And a lot of people, I think, have gotten very comfortable with that. Because Sassy Santana has a reckless mouth, he does. He does. And you know, because they've gone so successful and they've gone places where no gay artist has ever gone. Okay, I think it came out Friday that slices Santana is like the first openly gay rapper on Double XL freshman list. Okay, 20 years ago, 10 years ago even, that shit would have never happened. Hell, when Frank Ocean, even though Frank Ocean's technically not a rapper, when Frank Ocean came out the closet, you know, it made a lot of news, but Frank was going in spaces like that. Frank was being put on magazines like that. Hell, I never, I don't even think Frank Ocean was even doing crowds like, you know, Sasha Santana's doing. So yeah, Sasha Santana and Lil Nas X have both gone farther than any gay artist. And unfortunately, they're being used as the voice of the LGBT and they're not cause see I noticed when Sasha Santana said that I did see a lot of people both men and women who were saying that gay men take everything from women you know I saw a lot of people saying gay men are jealous of women I saw a lot of people saying women need to push back against this and put up boundaries you know concerning gay men and I think that's just sad I really do Because when I talked about, you know, the 70s and how Cher, Diana Ross, Ben Miller, and Margaret Grace Jones all worked with those gay men, you know, it was a partnership. It was. You know, Diana Ross and Bob Mackie made magic together when they made them costumes. And Diana didn't disrespect Bob and Bob didn't disrespect Diana. They still are very um, complimentary of each other. And I think it's sad that, you know, it's gone to this. Now, granted, all this is happening on social media, so some of these people may be talking. But, you know, a lot of people are taking social media and running with it as real life. And it's bringing a lot of negativity. It really is. And I also want to say that I, I, I do think, you know, social media has made people very sensitive. I think the LGBT community is way too sensitive. And I've said that plenty of times on this podcast. I think some women are becoming too sensitive. I I think, you know, conservatives are becoming too sensitive. I think liberals are definitely becoming um, too sensitive. I think social media has made people way too sensitive. And I do blame these blogs. Because, you know, when I first heard this, I thought he was saying, you know, fuck women and stuff. But when I watched the video, I don't think he meant to offend women, since mostly women buy his stuff. You know, I can see where, you know, like I said, I can see where, you know, he. I feel like he was wrong. Like, when he said the blueprint, I thought that was a little too far, because I would never say gay men are the blueprint. Because, hell, I, I, you know, I dress how I want to dress. I'm the blueprint of me. Yeah, you know, there have been times I've, I've took inspiration from an older photo. In high school, I used to I used to bring pictures of Usher to my barber and ask how I get that haircut. But right now, at the time I am in my life, I'm the blueprint of me. So you know, I didn't I wasn't feeling that comment, but I don't think he meant to be disrespectful. And how it's being framed in these blogs, I think is causing a lot of confusion and a lot of anger cuz again you know there is a real fear that a lot of women have that I'm seeing that you know gay men and transgender women are trying to replace them. And looking at the landscape I see why they believe that. I mean you the I the FINA which which governs the swimming competitions just came out banning, you know, transgender women from competing in their sport because that transgender woman, Leah Thomas who I've also spoken about was dominating that sport and you had some people acting like, you know, Leah Thomas didn't have a a, a fair advantage and Leah Thomas did and you know, a lot of people, you know, felt like women were being, being second class citizens again And, you know, you know, when anytime you anytime someone feels that their way of life is being threatened, you do see backlash coming. And I've talked about this LGBT backlash, just like I talked about this abortion backlash. And honestly, I do think it is here. I do. I do. And that's why I always tell people to take breaks from social media. And sometimes it's okay not to engage with certain things. I've learned that last year. You know, I don't engage in certain things. I don't follow a lot of these blogs because they were just putting out toxic content. And if you're a young LGBT person, you know, I just want you to know that you don't have to, you know, you can be yourself. Saucy Santana represents Saucy Santana. He doesn't represent me. Lil Nas X represents Lil Nas X. He doesn't represent me. You know, you know, you can like certain people's music because there are some Stassi Santana songs I like. There's some Lil Nas songs I like, but at the end of the day, it only matters to you. Okay, you can only be you. And I hope this goes to show people that you know, you can't have one person be the voice of the community. Because you know, a lot of people took what Stassi Santana said and ran with it. Literally ran with it and act like all gay men feel this way, and that's not true. Cause I saw a lot of gay men saying they wasn't feeling what Sasha Santana said. But I also, but I also wonder, and hopefully I could do a podcast episode with one of my female friends, um, you know, cause I saw a lot of gay stylists who were in the comments saying that you know. Saucy Santana had a point about how some women will call these gay men to do hair and makeup and whatnot and then be homophobic to them in public or allow their boyfriend or husband to be homophobic to them or keep them at arm's length. And maybe that topic does need to be, you know, delved further into. So hopefully I can make a second podcast about that. But in my personal opinion, what I wrote on my Instagram, that's how I feel. I think he was right and wrong. But you know what? I do think the the relationship between women and gay men, which you know, ever since I was growing up, you know, the gay best friend, you know, the girl who loves the gays, the fag hag, you know, I've seen all that. And now I feel like, you know, there's so much tension. There really is, and I just think that's just sad. So that's my, you know, thoughts on that situation. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna come on and do a podcast episode with me about this topic, just hit me up, you all. And on that note, I'm your boy Dean. I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea, and everyone have a blessed day.